Welcome back to the Central Podcasting Unit. I'm here in office today with Liam. And after a uh, brief hiatus, it is uh, good to be back on the podcast, doing the podcast. It sure is. And my name's Noah. Oh, wow. I don't I don't know if we're ever going to get good at doing the introduction. I don't think so, but so, I think that's what makes us genuine. Well, so like, you know how YouTubers or uh, different podcasters have their token introduction yeah um i think that's ours is just having a very bad introduction one time i'm just gonna wait for the outro and i'm gonna be like and i'm noah (laughs) (laughs) that's funny um so anyway i just wanted to start off real quick by um talking really quickly about obviously there was no episode last week we apologize for that and we also apologize for the uh, very late notice because I don't think I actually ended up posting the notice of no episode until like three in the afternoon. Mm. Um, so there's very late notice on the fact that there's going to be no episode. Um, but as some of you may have noticed, our website went down. I don't want to talk about it. Well, unfortunately, I'm going to very briefly. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, something had happened um, where uh, we so so we do website services, and I, uh, we have test domains uh, that we build websites on. Uh, so that you can, if I'm building a website for you, you can go to this URL and you can see your website um, as it's under construction. Uh, we had a couple projects in there. Uh, we were just getting them off our servers, you know, cleaning that slate. And uh, how, for whatever reason uh, that I have not received an explanation for, our core website was also deleted uh, in that process. Um, ironically, or we had been working or discussing hey, we should work on redesigning our website for about a month now. Uh, so that kind of forced our hand. And oh, so, it definitely uh, did. Un- unfortunately, we had to. Uh, we weren't able to get the podcast uh, for last week uh, because we were building a new website. However, the new uh, BasiliusTS.com is up and running. Um, it actually, ironically enough, so the website, we finished the website, uh, what's today? So we record the episodes a day, a day before they go live. So it's Thursday right now, yep. uh, the 21st. Uh, and we finished the website, and the new website went live on um, Wednesday. Um, ironically enough, it was also down this morning. Oh, um, I didn't realize it was down this morning. Right. So our website, every website we host, we have to assign bandwidth to it. Um, and every website we host has like 10 gigabytes of bandwidth or something stupid it's never going to use, except for our website that had only one. <laughs> and because we've spent so much time working on it, and then a lot of people... Uh, checked out our new website when it got redesigned, um, it killed our bandwidth instantly. And so the website went down almost immediately after going back up. But it's all up and running now. The new Basilius site is there. Really encourage you to check it out. Uh, we worked really hard on it. We think it looks really nice. There's a lot of bug fixing to do, especially if you're checking it out on mobile. But we needed to have a website, so we pushed it out. Uh, but there will be further, you know, improvements and tune-ups coming, you know, within the coming weeks and over the coming months. Your feedback on the website is greatly appreciated. Yes, no, a hundred percent. Please, you know, provide feedback on the website. Provide feedback on the, um, you know, on the podcast. And um, if I remember, I'll make a blog post where we can do that. But also yep. on Facebook as well. And so with that, so with that, 
let's get into the actual episode, you know, after four minutes of tangent. Um, We're talking about CPUs today, right? We are talking about CPUs. So uh, one of the things that uh, we had wanted to do in episode two is to talk not just about phones, but transition into a discussion about processors. Um, We severely underestimated our ability to speak (laughs) and kind of maintain a discussion on the podcast. Uh, So we only ended up talking about phones. So uh, we want to talk about processors, and I'm glad that we waited um, because there's been a few uh, relatively significant things that have happened with processors uh, over the last week or so. So we'll be able to talk about some of that a little bit. Yep. All right. So the uh, first thing to talk about, I think, we have a, we have a rough checklist of what we want to go down. Uh, but kind of one of the most prominent things is uh, over the last few weeks and really over the last couple of months, the battle between uh, Intel and AMD uh, has really picked up. Um, so very briefly, for those who may or may not be aware, why don't you just kind of go over uh, Intel and AMD real quick? So Intel and AMD are the uh, two main players in the uh, CPU market for uh, computers. Yep. Uh, they make desktop processors. They make processors that are in your laptops. Uh, pretty much everything except for mobile phones and stuff like that. And so, what 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 is you know what really is the processor? If you just had to describe it very simply, just like just what is a processor? Yeah. So, the processor is kind of it's kind of like the the brain of the the brain of the computer. It it controls the uh, the processes and tells uh, the other components in the computer how to work with each other. Sure. So so the processor is really the the processor really is like Noah said the brain of the computer. It's what facilitates everything the computer does. Yep. Um to an extent the motherboard also facilitates a lot of that, but the processor yeah processes you know when an application wants something done it sends that to the processor the processor spits it back out um the way in a way that the parts can read it Mm -hmm. in very very layman's terms um so what's interesting is that intel is the uh intel has traditionally been the processor company um and one of the things that we actually learned uh, doing some research is a concept of what's it called? Second. Oh, it's selling um, second supply. It's it's something along. I I feel dumb not being able to think about it. Why don't you explain the process? I'm gonna look it up real quick. The yeah. Term. Um. So, essentially, what this second thing is is when a um is when a company in the uh, in the the technology sector allows a competing company to manufacture their parts. Uh, Intel uh, allowed AMD to do this back uh, back in the day. Uh, it's like the 80s. Yeah, back in the 80s, something like that. Um, because Intel had a pretty much a lock on the market. They had a, a monopoly on the market. And if their processors had failed at that time, then or if they put out a bad batch of CPUs at the time, then the computers that they were in would have all failed at, uh, at the same time. So by AMD uh, manufacturing some of their processors, um, that significantly reduced the likelihood of a failure. Okay, so the term is second source. Second source. That makes sense. So second source is the term. Whew. 
Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think graphics cards are also a relative example of that. Kind of. Because um, it's all built off of the NVIDIA frameworks. Don't quote me on that, but yeah, I think so. You have like different coolers and stuff like that, and different companies will manage. Each companies do yeah. their own different things. I like to think of it as how like... Um, well, I guess that is a different arrangement because the thing with the um, the the thing with uh, second source manufacturing is um, it's and actually Intel. So Intel and AMD historically have not necessarily gotten along too well, and that stems back from their second source manufacturing days uh, because Intel would provide the agreements but wouldn't provide AMD the rights to produce every necessary part of a processor. So there were some legal disputes and so on and so forth about okay. what did AMD actually have the right to produce and produce not produce within these agreements. And the courts actually ended up eventually siding in AMD's favor. Um, but over time, what you saw happening is uh, AMD um, would, uh, AMD would, what's the word, develop their own chips and develop their own processors. But the real thing to note is that AMD Intel has always had, you know, kind of the market share. They've always been the leader. You know, the first computers that came out, the first personal computers that came out, Intel powered those machines. Yep. Um, and AMD has always been lagging behind. And that really started to turn around right at the turn of the century, right in the early 2000s, um, when AMD kind of unveiled, well, what what is still today a, a really impressive piece of technology the kind of their flagship processor and you know way more about it than i do if you want to go into that real quick i don't even remember the name i'm so bad at this stuff yeah uh i don't i, I don't <laughs> actually remember the name either i, I have it pulled up okay um so the processor uh the processor i'm talking about specifically is called the athlon yes the athlon okay okay there you go his brain has been jogged yes okay so the athlon the athlon is uh was just groundbreaking for amd uh it was the first processor to reach the 1 gigahertz clock speed and so the gigahertz clock speed is the uh speed that we still use today to measure you know the speed of a processor um, and the thing that's really important to note is that you'll still see modern processors that are in the speeds of 2.7. Sometimes a processor will throttle down to 0.8. You know, you'll see processors that are still within a good threshold of that, ooh, within that um, uh, uh, one, if you will. Um, uh, but the important thing to note is that clock speed isn't the only thing that determines the speed of a processor. There's been rapid advancements in efficiencies with uh, the cores of the processor um, because a processor has various different parts inside of it and yep. the ability for them to work together to create digital cores to assist with that, the ability for the physical and the digital cores to work together. You know, there's many advancements that have been made besides just um, the improvement of the speed in terms of gigahertz. So for a processor to be one gigahertz back then is still is very impressive. Mm -hmm. What's even more impressive is that it could overclock to over two gigahertz, which which puts it in terms of gigahertz uh, comparable to a low end semi modern processor. Um, again, in terms of gigahertz. So again, there's been a lot of development since then. So an Athlon processor probably would not be able to compete too too well 
with a modern low end absolutely processor. not absolutely however not. um that gigahertz standard is still we're still within those yep. numbers that the athlon really kind of set um and so amd holds the credit for um for for doing that yeah and it really kind of launched them into uh I would uh, argue into where we are now. And where we are now is the stagnation of Intel and the rise of AMD. Um, it's really impressive to see how far AMD processors have come because I remember even five or six years ago, you know, four or five years ago, even when I built my computer, Intel was the way to go. Um, but that was the tail end of it. And so what's happened is that Intel is basically taking the same framework and just strapping more into it. And it's hit a point where the capabilities of what they're able to do, they're not innovating, if that makes sense. Um, I guess how I would compare it to is how Apple had a bit of a stint with their phones um, and the phones didn't really change too much over several years. Intel's kind of hit that point where they're rolling out you know, processors and they're slightly faster and there's slightly more this and there's slightly more that but there's nothing innovative coming out of intel even to the point where uh the processor generations they're not even they're not even getting creative with the naming anymore you know you used to have uh you used to have these uh creative names that they would come up with for their processor generations like coffee lake well 2018's uh ninth generation processors were just named coffee lake refresh <laughs> Literally, that was that was the product name. Wow. For it. Yeah, um, it, so it was pretty much just Coffee Lake, but with an altered, sure, you know, with a couple things altered. They even used the same socket, motherboard socket. Uh, it was just LGA eleven fifty one, but with a slightly altered pinout. And, uh, and so to yeah. just briefly throw that into English, uh, uh, a motherboard. When you're buying a motherboard, you have to buy a motherboard that specifically uh, has a processor slot uh, for the processor you're looking to get because uh, the processor slot, uh, the socket, is going to be vastly different whether you're getting an Intel or an AMD processor and even between the versions of Intel and AMD processors you're getting. So you have to make sure that that's a compatibility you really have to be sure about. Yeah, because uh, you don't want to spend a bunch of money on your new rig and then uh, find out that none of the parts work together. Speaking of uh, spending a bunch of money on a new rig, uh, Intel's uh, AMD's top-of-the-line processor right now is the 3900X, Yep. which up until today, Thursday, May 21st, retailed at around $500. That's a pretty penny right there. However, the announcement of the uh, Intel 10900s, I believe it's the 10900s. It's Something either 109 like or 10700. I mean, there's just so many numbers being thrown around right now. Um Yeah. Is, is it 109? Uh let I me... think it's actually both to an extent. Anyway, so so the announcement of the 10900, which is kind of Intel's answer to AMD's 3900X. Uh, and these are your top of the line, your, your creme de la creme of your processors, uh, has actually caused AMD to, uh, what were you going to say? 
Um, yeah, it is. Uh, it is. It is the, the thirty nine. Ten uh, is the ten nine hundred. Yeah, it's the ten nine hundred Intel tenth gen. This has such a. It has a really cool uh, code name. They're calling it Comet Lake. Oh, so they're actually so they're yeah. So they did they're coming. A, they're coming back. They're 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 working on coming back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. So the 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 Comet Lake processor uh, has has led AMD to drop the price of uh, their 3900X processors by anywhere between $80 to $100 on Amazon right now. Um, so these processors have gone to uh, $500 from $500 to in some cases drop to $400. Wow. Uh, to remain competitive with Intel because I believe I have an article pulled up uh, from Tom's Hardware. Uh, and in that article... Uh, in that article, one of the things uh, that was mentioned is that uh, the cost per core of uh, Intel's processor, so it's a 10-core processor, uh, the cost per core is uh, $50, and AMD has reduced their cost per core to $35 to wow. try to get you more bang for your buck. Um, so so you're seeing very severe, very stark competition, um, but... To kind of put that into some perspective, you know, that's really going. Uh, this is kind of where the industry is going. Yes, yeah. it's, it's it's it used to be AMD trying to catch up to Intel, but now it's Intel trying to catch up to AMD. All right, so Noah's doing a little research on the fly on his computer right now, but I'm going to have to ask you to stop. Okay, so before we started this episode of the podcast, I found an article that covered something so groundbreaking and so monumental. My jaw dropped, and I know his jaw's going to drop. And I know if he digs any further, he's going to find the statistic. Oh, lovely. I need you to look away from my screen. Okay. Okay, I'm looking away. I'm looking at the wall. I'm looking at this uh, great... So you're looking at the wall, and as you're looking at the wall, I'm just pulling this out. I'm looking at some uh, great scenery. I'm going to read the article title. And again, I'm on... uh, Not Tom's Hardware. I'm sorry. I'm on Tech Radar. The Core i9... 10900K, which is Intel's new processor that they're going to be rolling out, the Comet Lake, highs for Intel with an amazing overclock world, uh, an amazing overclock record of 7.7 gigahertz. Holy cow! (laughs) 7.7? 7.7 gigahertz. Holy cow! (laughs) I almost dropped an expletive right there. Like that is that is ridiculous. So remember, you know, we're talking just 20 years ago, we were at one gigahertz. Uh, and now we're, we're at the option, you know, we, we're having kind of the, the ability to get to 7.7 as a safe overclock. I, I don't <laughs> I don't know if that's necessarily safe, but jeez. <laughs> um, so, so basically, the gist of it is, is it's a very fast processor. And when... One of the things we try to do with this podcast is when we're talking about something like this, if you will, um, we, we want to try to make it relatable. A 7.7 gigahertz is not going to relate to just about anybody because here's the thing, okay? You can get away, more often than not, you, casual user of a computer, can get away with an Intel i5 or a Ryzen 5 rocking something like 2.7 gigahertz of a relatively modern generation, and you're good to go. You yep. won't have a problem. Yeah. 7.7 gigahertz? I don't even think you would benefit from having that for like a gaming application. No, no, I don't... I think the yeah. top of the line, like the 3900s, like like the overclocking to 4.8, 
4.8, you know, your 4.9, you know, somebody getting ballsy and trying to overclock to like five, you know, I think that was already like modern games don't need more than that. There's, there's statistics out there that show that clock speed doesn't, I mean, um, don't quote me on this, uh, clock speed doesn't really play into games that much. Well, it's a lot. Once you get past a certain point. Well, if you play games like I do. Sure. So I play, um, games can kind of go, I I think games can go into two relatively different categories where they're either a graphics card intensive, so GPU, uh, graphics processing yep. unit intensive, or CPU intensive. Um, and if you play games like, you know, your Modern Warfare, your Fortnite, and so on and so forth, uh, your Call of Duties, um, those are very graphics intensive games. Uh, if you play more games... People nicknamed the games I play as spreadsheets with an interface on top of yeah, them. Yeah, no kidding. Um, and so, you know, games that like that, that's very numbers-based, and there's not much in terms of high-quality graphics there. Yep. Um, so that's more, you know, processor-intensive. But again, you also do get slapped into other bottlenecks, like uh, the speed of your RAM. Um, you know, before you hit 7.7 gigahertz, I'm sure you're going to be hit with another bottleneck somewhere on that system. Although I'm pretty sure that the number of uh, the n- the amount of RAM that these CPUs can uh, can handle now it's is tr- just it's just absurd. Yeah, we're really I, it's going to be. I feel like hardware has hardware's really gotten to a point where software. I I say software can't isn't keeping up with it, but I would say like casual software isn't keeping up with it. Yeah, once you start getting into like virtual reality and stuff like that or if you're doing a lot of work with like video editing or very specific purpose um i think that's really where a lot of um this high-end uber high-end stuff we're seeing is really going to be relevant um but to kind of tie intel and amd all together because what a uh what a what a conversation it has been um you know the big thing is is that uh, AMD has officially overtaken Intel as the uh, market leader with processors. Not the overclocking leader, apparently. Not the overclocking leader, apparently. But, you know, in terms of physical units sold, um, in terms of physical units sold, AMD has taken that over and they have 50% market share in the CPU market. Um, Intel is evidently still innovating. Yep. Uh, but one of the things that I was talking to, to Noah uh, about earlier today is that the framework that Intel is building on is becoming somewhat dated. Um, so how much they can stretch kind of what they're doing remains to be seen. Um, and AMD has already kind of passed some of the innovations that Intel is trying to develop uh, in its own processors. So, for example, um, in Intel processors, most of them are built uh, at 14 nanometers. Uh, yep. And an AMD processor uh, right now is running uh, at 7 nanometers. And that's letting them just slap so much more uh, into their processors. Yeah. So, so the gist of it is, you know, if you're getting a computer and you're getting a processor, I would say, I would say... You know, it used to be a few years ago, you know, if you were all gaming, you go an AMD processor. You know, at first it was Intel everything, and then it became if you're gaming, you go with an AMD processor. Now I would say, even if you're not looking for gaming performance, 
an AMD processor is going to give you more bang for your buck. It's where the innovation is. The cost is still very competitive, if not cheaper in many cases. Than it is. Intel it processor. is a lot cheaper. That's something we haven't even touched. That's something we haven't even touched on. Always, for, for the most part, if you're buying new and you want a fairly inexpensive CPU, for the most part, you wanted to go with AMD. Okay. Like if you wanted something, you know, something, you know, that was kind of the uh, your budget option, you would go with an AMD. But if you wanted, you know, all out, you know, all uh, all out, you would get like a brand new Intel processor. Uh, that's just not becoming the case anymore, unfortunately. So I think that's really just going to wrap it up for this episode. Um, we've had a bit of fun talking about processors. I think you're going to hear more about processors in the future. Because Here's the thing, okay? We filmed episode one, and I said to Noah, Noah, this is not going to be a phones podcast. And he said, okay, okay, okay. We're not going to do a phones podcast. That's fine. We do episode two. Let's talk phones. It's all about phones. All about phones. It's all about phones. It's a phones podcast, okay? We wanted to talk about processors. So then we go and do episode three. And what's it about? 5G. What's 5G relevant with? Phones. phones. So we're talking about phones still, okay? So then we go to do episode four. We go to do episode four last week. And it's trying to do what we just did today, but in a much more different way and a much more failed attempt. Um, it, yeah, it wasn't the prettiest thing. So uh, guess what I'm getting at is apologies for this episode kind of being all over the place. But ultimately what it is is that there is a lot of information and there's a lot of information to cover, and we're still trying to draw the line between what level of technological, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of, not fluff, um, you know, how much of the language should we be using? Yeah. And when should we be breaking it down? How do we make it relevant and so on and so forth? We're still figuring out that process. So we would really appreciate it if you'd let us know uh, what you think. And I have quite a few good ideas for what we're going to talk about next episode. Um, I'm not going to say it, so you're going to find out then. Uh, but I guess what I will say is don't be surprised if there is a processes part two, because just like with the phones episode, we barely scratched on uh, what we had hoped and planned to talk about. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, we have a lot of stuff uh, to talk that we'd like to talk about with processors, but we might take a break and come back to it. So you'll find out next week. Uh, anyways, this has been a really Liam heavy episode. Sorry about that, Noah. Yeah, you're making me feel like the dumb one. Well, oh, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It was a uh, one of my uh, one of my my friends, managers from work, uh, watch it, who listens, who's been listening to our podcast. Love you, Jonathan. Uh, uh, he, uh, <laughs> he gave me a little bit of an ego boost there. He did. Well, he was like, I know you don't mean to do it, but I think it's so funny that you're the dumb one. <laughs> <laughs> it gets me every time. So I got to give, uh, got to give Noah a taste of his own medicine. <sighs> and, uh, him really, really humbled me. Well, today. at least we tried. I think you still sounded smarter than I did today. So we'll see. We'll take the big L. <laughs> anyway, thank you very very much for listening. Uh, this has been the CPU, the Central Podcasting Unit. Another thing to throw out there too, this is going to be the first episode with our new logo. I'd like to throw out a big thank you to uh, my buddy uh, Matthias Mack uh, out in Brazil, 
who uh, designed a new logo for the Central Podcasting Unit for us. So thank you very much, Matt. Yes, We're really liking you. it. We're really appreciating it. We're really looking forward to previewing it on this episode. I think I have nothing else to spit out of my mouth. And with that, I'm going to call it here. Thank you very much, everybody. Thanks for listening, folks. 